Today on the newscast, in what may be an historic first, an Israeli government delegation publicly prays in Saudi Arabia. Plus, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has a warning for the Iranian regime. Get all the breaking details next. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. As you can see, we are not on the usual Watchman set. We're getting some studio renovations done this week. So we're coming to you in the meantime, just down and dirty here from my phone. But at the end of the day, you're not here for the bells and whistles. You are here for the content. So let's get into it. Breaking news, an Israeli government delegation in Saudi Arabia right now, the second such delegation in the past two weeks alone. Folks, that in and of itself is historic, but the breaking development that we led with is that yes, this Israeli government delegation publicly, and they were unashamed, prayed in Saudi Arabia to mark the Sukkot holiday. Now folks, this was historic. To my knowledge, we've never had an Israeli government delegation publicly pray in Saudi Arabia, number one, and number two, to have a delegation in Saudi Arabia at all from Israel is obviously a massive, massive development. As I mentioned, the second such delegation in the past two weeks. What does this mean? Is this prophetic, by the way? Does this have prophetic implications? And what does this mean going forward? This was really a public show to the world of Israel and Saudi Arabia coming closer and closer together, close apparently to normalizing relations with Saudi Arabia, joining the Abraham Accords, the Iranian regime, is none too happy about it. They're already laying the groundwork and, and threatening Saudi Arabia and Israel and making their displeasure known. I shouldn't say outright threatening Saudi Arabia, but let's just say making their displeasure known very strongly. And Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has responded to the Iranian regime over this rhetoric surrounding that Israel-Saudi normalization. We've got a lot to talk about, no doubt. Before we get into it, just a quick reminder, if you have not yet subscribed to the channel, hey, be sure to subscribe to the Watchman News channel right here on YouTube and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. Folks, we are fast approaching, just a few hundred subscribers away from the 700,000 subscriber mark. Hard to believe, all glory to God, and a big thanks to all of our subscribers our watchmen and women on the wall who are with us here every single day on the channel. We'd love to have you here join us, uh, join us here, I should say, so be sure to subscribe. We would really, truly appreciate that. And hey, with so much happening in the world's most chaotic and strategic region, the Middle East, you need to be here for our daily updates so you really have a handle on what's going on because what happens in the Middle East does not stay in the Middle East. It will profoundly affect all of us no matter where we live. And by the way, we're not only covering Middle East here on the Watchman News Channel, we're talking Russia, China, North Korea, things happening in the United States, the Great Reset, the rise of AI, digital currency, Bible prophecy, all of these topics right here on the Watchman News Channel. Okay, one of those topics that covers a lot of that ground, whether it's Middle East, whether it's prophetic implications, obviously, is what's happening right now between Israel and Saudi Arabia. Now, this delegation, the current delegation, follows a delegation just last week led by Israel's tourism ministry, a uh, tourism, I'm sorry, ministry, to Riyadh, the Saudi capital. And this week, Israel's communications minister led a 14-strong delegation, 14 Israelis, 
headed to Saudi Arabia, led by Shlomo Karhai, who again is Israel's communications minister. Again, that was a massive development, but Karhai today, very publicly, he released a statement, he released photos of this. In his hotel in Riyadh, there was a minyan, which means there were at least a 10 Jewish men together praying, marking Sukkot, also known as the Feast of Tabernacles, as Israel's high holiday season draws to a close. It ends this Friday, October 6th. Sukkot is a fun one. If you've been in Israel during this time of year, everyone has their, their booths set up and their, their makeshift tabernacles. It's a lot, some not so makeshift. You have some pretty elaborate tabernacles throughout the land of Israel during this time of year. It's a fun time, a festive time. And Shlomo Karhai kept that festivity going in Saudi Arabia. Again, unashamed. And I say that in the most positive way, folks. They had the prayer. They read from a Torah scroll. And they also wore Jewish prayer shawls. The whole nine yards. Marking Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles, in Saudi Arabia, on Saudi soil. And no objections that we know of by the Saudi kingdom, by the Saudi government. Folks, what a development. Again, five years ago, this would have been absolutely unthinkable. Today, that is happening and more, and there is more to come because I do believe that Saudi Arabia eventually will join the Abraham Accords peace treaties with Israel. Now, Israel's foreign minister, Eli Cohen, believes that may very well occur by early 2024, just a few months away. The Biden administration, which has been in the middle of this and doing their best, it seems, to kind of uh, mess things up a little bit in demanding concessions from Israel to the Palestinians. Nonetheless, a Biden administration spokesman said late last week that uh, the basic framework is in place for a Saudi-Israel normalization deal. Obviously, Mohammed bin Salman, MBS for short, the Saudi crown prince, told Fox News about two weeks ago that, quote, every day a deal grows closer. And Benjamin Netanyahu, the Israeli prime minister, has talked about it often, including when I interviewed him back in December, that yes, Israel is close to forming relations, official relations. Saudi Arabia recognizing the world's one and only Jewish state, folks. To say this is a momentous development is an understatement. I want to get your thoughts. What do you think? Does this have prophetic implications? I believe that it does. We're going to talk about this tomorrow on our Watchman Newscast live stream between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the channel. Be sure to join us live and bring your questions for our Q&A session. We're going to talk about that and some major developments on and around the Temple Mount. Folks, God is moving and Jerusalem is at the center of his prophetic plan. And I believe the Saudi-Israel peace is a piece to that larger prophetic plan. We'll talk about all of that. What do you think? Do you have concerns about this Saudi-Israel deal? The Iranian regime certainly does. Iran's president, Ibrahim Raisi, called it a stab in the back if it were to happen. And Supreme Leader Ayatollah Khamenei said just today that any Arab Muslim nation or Muslim nation generally, which comes to a peace agreement with Israel is, quote, betting on the wrong horse. And Iran clearly, if the deal, if and when the deal does go down, will have something to say about it. And I'm not just saying verbally, folks. I fully expect the Iranian regime to be gnashing its teeth 
and to lash out, perhaps even against Saudi Arabia directly through those Iranian proxies, foremost among them, obviously, the Houthis in Yemen, who have been a thorn in the side to the Saudis over the past several years, courtesy of Iranian arms and supplies and training. There has been quiet on that front. As of late, does Iran dash that quiet, so to speak, and employ the Houthis against the Saudis once again, if and when this deal with Israel happens. Remember, uh, Saudi Arabia and Iran normalized relations in March 2023. And folks, I've called this a non-aggression pact, meaning the Saudis uh, made peace, so to speak, with Iran after seven years of zero diplomatic relations. The two nations were at loggerheads, the Shia superpower, Iran, and the nation that considers itself the standard bearer for Sunni Islam, Saudi Arabia, but a non-aggression pact, I've called it, in that Saudi Arabia felt the heat. They, they frankly made that deal with Iran, in my view, out of the position of weakness. The Saudis looked across the Persian Gulf, saw Iran racing for the bomb, saw Iran building up its proxies that are surrounding Saudi Arabia, looked at the United States, saw an unfriendly Biden administration, a weakened Biden administration that has weakened America on the world stage, and looked to Israel and saw a lot of political disarray and disunity there, and the Saudis felt that their backs were against the wall, so they basically said to Iran, look, don't attack us, and we won't stir up any trouble with you. That does not mean it's a long-lasting pact with Iran. It doesn't mean it's a strong pact with Iran. Again, I've looked at that as a temporary non-aggression pact, at least from the Saudis' point of view. By the way, as we close, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu hit back at Iran today and said, look, in a fiery response, nothing you can say or do will stop this coming peace treaty between Israel and Saudi Arabia. It's coming whether you like it or not. And hey, you may want to stir things up, but we will respond. So folks, things are heating up. Fasten your seatbelts. Israel and Saudi Arabia, as soon as early 2024, normalizing relations, again, five years ago, completely unthinkable. Today, in these prophetic Bible times we're living, that and then some seems to be coming. So keep it right here, live stream tomorrow. Hey, if you like the shirt, by the way, check out our new Watchmen shop at shop.tbn.org forward slash Watchmen, t-shirts, hats, hoodies, lots of good stuff there. Until tomorrow's live stream, thanks so much for joining us. God bless you, and remember, never hold your peace.